You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to the start of the second quarter. Third down and five for Ridley at the 30-yard line. London drops back. He's got a man over the middle. It is complete to Norm Duncan. Across the 10, across the 5, and he's dragged down shy of the goal line. And tackled by number 33, Mario Diaguardi for the Tigers was Duncan that time. But down to the 3-yard line. In the middle of the field appears to be Ridley's uh, poison at this point. Quick strike. First play of the second quarter. To recap, Billy Weaverling's one-yard run on a nine-plus-minute drive by Marvel Newtown to start the game. The lone scorer of the contest, lone scorer of this first quarter, but Ridley knocking on the door once again. First and goal at the three-yard line for Ridley, two-man backfield. One wide receiver split wide. It's Deion Shaw to the near side. Penalty in the backfield as Smith is dragged down. Back at about the three. All the way on the far sideline. Yeah, and shoved out of, out of bounds that time by Marple. Uh, it was really by Marple Newtown and flagged down. Couldn't quite see exactly where that was. Could it may be beneficial to Marple Newtown. If it yeah, it could be an illegal formation. Illegal shift on the offense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat first down. Loud and clear that is head referee Dan Hunt this evening. And Ridley, prior to that play, moved about four guys. They were in an eye set, switched to a single back formation with a couple wide receivers, and, and that shift occurred during that, that pre-snap. They forgot that kiss rule. They did not keep it simple and were penalized. So they are back at the eight-yard line. Hill split wide to the far side this time. Blunden drops back. He's under a rush, fires it over the middle, out of bounds. And under some pressure that time by number 65 for Marple Newtown was Chris Kirkin able to get in the backfield, and, and it seemed as though Blunden just wanted to throw that one high and out of the backfield, see maybe if his receiver could go up and get it, but put it at a spot where Marple Newtown couldn't. Well, that would have been tough. Hill is only five foot nine. Need somebody at least six foot tall to even make an attempt at a leap. But, you know, Blunden's smart move. Just threw it out of the back of the end zone where nobody was going to get it. 11-17 to go. Second quarter, Marple Newtown 7-0 lead. Ridley second and goal now from the 8. London under center. Two men split to the near side. Two to the far side. One man backfield. Marple Newtown chomping at the bit. You can see it. But it's a handoff right up the middle. That Ridley is in for the touchdown. And there it is. That was number 33, Jalen Randolph, and he is the bigger back, as you can see out on the field. We can see it here from the booth. Randolph has the height and has the more physical body. Shahad Smith a lot smaller, a lot quicker, and you're kind of a Diaguardi and a Moat system. We need to have a fullback on play like that. So a successful conversion for Ridley to cap its first drive. Kelton Heverly 
Number 85 on for Ridley. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. Ooh, somebody was there. But Heverly finally hooks it just inside that right upright. So with 11-10 to go, second quarter. Wapen Lieutenant Ridley ties 7-7. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium. 7-7 the score. Ridley on its first possession scores. Bob Herpin, along with Greg Pecco, Josh Kippel, and executive producer Jim Allsman, as always. As the Tigers will have Samaro Moat, Ryan White, and Mario DeGuardi back deep, standing roughly at their own 10-yard line. Ridley approaches the ball as a short squib kick. Coming down to Marple Newtown's Ryan Duffy at the 30s across the 35. Breaks a tackle across the 40 and gets up near the 45. So interesting play there for Ridley. And tackled by number 23, Sean Bradley uh, for the Raiders. Why not just kick deep and give Marple Newtown all this space to try to hang themselves? Uh, I'm guessing that one of two things, they're, they're either afraid of... Ryan Duffy or Mario Diaguardi back there on the return, or I can't I can't fathom it either. Why well, gave Marple Newtown short field? Possibly short field means shorter time that the defense will be out there, given the way that the plotting process of the wing tee does. So instead of being out there for an 80-yard drive, they'd be there for a 45-yard drive. So Duffy is under center. He gets up across the 45 and dives forward near midfield, so maybe he's got two or three yards there. 27, Dalvin Newell on the tackle for the Raiders, but a good, another good pickup up, up the middle. Running off center, off guard, is, is working for Marple Newtown at this point in the game, and Ridley hasn't, hasn't found a way to stop it yet. Just a reminder, we are roughly 90 seconds into the second quarter. This is only the third possession of the game in Marple Newtown's second of the contest. Yeah, the balance of time is 80% to Marple and 20% Ridley at this point. Duffy exploded up the middle for four yards there. Second and six from the 48-yard line of the Tigers. We're reeling under center once again. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. He's got it up to Duffy. He pushes the pile forward once again for maybe a yard or two. And initial contact that time by number 44, Sean Dockery and Norm Donkinen also on that play. Well, they gave him a little bit better, more of a beneficial spot. Inches away from that midfield stripe. Third down and roughly four, we'll call it. The Tigers need to get to Ridley's 46-yard line. And so far in this one, Marple has kept themselves, kept from shooting themselves in the foot with penalties and putting themselves in holes. Joey Fan back in the game. He's split wide to the far side. Moat in the blocking back. It's White and Duffy. Moat in motion. Weaverling under center. He's got it to White across midfield, but only for a couple yards. 
so they're going to be looking at a fourth and roughly two here. And Sam Dixon Dugan, number 24 for the Raiders on the stop, but that thing could have been blown up in the backfield. Marple, a nice offside block in the backfield on one of the Green Raiders that time, able to give their running game a few extra yards. Well, you actually give credit both sides. One for Marple Newtown to keep that play progressing forward, and one for Ridley, because that could have easily also been in a first down pickup. So as it is, fourth down and two, nine minutes to go, first half. In a cluster formation. Weaverling back to punt. He gets it away. It's affected by the wind. Coming down to Shaw at the 15. He's across the 20. He's moving across the 25, across the 30, 35, 40, midfield. 45, 40, tries to cut back towards the far side. He's got it at the 30, at the 25. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Deion Shaw. And there are no flags on the play. Now, Shaw dropped the football at the one-yard line there, and Jalen Randolph able to get into the end zone and pick it up. That is amazing. I didn't even spot that. And then, yeah, the, the ref didn't didn't raise his hands when Randolph got in. He did that a few weeks ago. Or, excuse me, did Shaw. And it almost cost the Raiders this one again. And Randolph there, wise enough to pick up the football when he saw it. It's almost as if the Raiders were playing shoots and ladders with the entire length of this gridiron. As Shaw, he might have run... 85, 84 yards officially, but that was at least 150 going back and forth across the field trying to find his way to the end zone. Heavily off for the extra point. The ball is spotted, kicked, is up, and it's good. So with 8.32 to go in this first half, Ridley has taken a 14-7 lead. We'll be right back on the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Ridley has taken a 14-7 lead with 8.32 remaining in this first half. Dion Shaw taking it, hopefully, all the way. But then again, we never know because Randolph did yeah, there appear was, to pick there up was, that ball. It was an interesting scene down there at the goal line. It looked like Shaw might have dropped it. But we'll, have, we'll, we'll be up on our soapbox later as Heavily skitters it all across the turf. Duffy picks it up once again at the 30. He's across the 35, and, and he's finally down at the 40. But it's an epidemic we've seen from the pros on down. The players who have broken free for a touchdown, kickoffs, punts, or on a long rush or catch, they're just not 
understanding you have to hold on to the ball once you fully cross the goal line. You just can't showboat by dropping the football once you take that step. And, and we've become a, a flash and dash, uh, you know, football society now. And almost as a coach, you almost want to tell your kids go back to the old way and kneel the ball down in that end zone to make sure. And we're not saying that Shaw doesn't have anything to celebrate because that was one heck of a run. But at least hold on to the ball until the play is over. Marple Newtown, first and ten from its own 41. The handoff goes to Moat. He's desperately trying to get to the outside, but dragged down at the 43. And a nice open field tackle by number 27, Newell, for the Raiders on that one. Moat able to get to the outside and really seems to be settling in here defensively. So unofficially, we will call it an 85-yard punt return for a touchdown, which puts Ridley ahead. 8-0 to go first half. Gain of two. For the Tigers, the ball is spotted on the near hash mark at the 43-yard line. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. White in the blocking back position. Fam to the near side. It's a handoff straight up to Duffy. He fights his way forward. It gets to the 45. And number 24, Sam Dixon-Dugan on the contact there. Able to bring down Duffy after a couple yards carry. Duffy fell forward there. Another nice hole, but Ridley able to get some contact on Duffy. Yet another one of those tests of metal, Greg. Third down and six. You were up by seven. Now you're down by seven. Every key conversion, you have to pay particular attention to the execution, especially third and long. Yeah, it's going to be a tough go of it here for Marple if they keep getting in third and long situations throughout the rest of this game. That first drive was impeccable by the Tigers, but they really got to make a big, big play here on third down. Both players were in a set. But it will be a timeout, so we'll take a quick break and be on the, back on the other side. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, Back to live action. Seven minutes to go. Second quarter. Marvel Newtown now trailing. 14 to 7. Facing a huge third down. It is third and six from the 45-yard line. And Bob, as we were just discussing, Deion Shaw, a very big and fast receiver return man for the Raiders, and you have to wrap him up. You ha- absolutely have to get a good lick in on him with your ha- arms wrapping around his legs or else he's just going to blow by you. Hard lesson to learn for the Marple Newtown defense, which is good about getting one guy up high and one guy around the legs. Right as we go, seven minutes to go, third and six. Weaveling under center, moat in motion. Weaverling will drop back. He will roll out to the far side. He's going to try to take it himself. He's under a rush. He's hit. He falls forward, but he will not get anywhere close to that first down. And a whole group of Raiders able to hit him. Number 26 that time for the Raiders. Kevin Lindauer, Keen Lindauer for the Raiders on the stop. And it was kind of interesting. Weaverling had a moment there in that rollout to throw the pass, but Norm Donkin recognized it, dropped back into coverage, and I think that's what shut down the passing lane. It's interesting. You don't really necessarily would think of Marple Newtown's quarterbacks needing a spy. Yeah. But Donkin uh, accomplished that on that play, sealing every possible avenue for Weaverling. But he will be back to punt. 6.17 to go first half. Weaverling steps into it. 
It is a skittering line drive going back to Smith at the 14. He's across the 25 away. Across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Down that far sideline. Cuts back at the 40, 35, 30. Cuts back to the inside again at the 20, 15. Finally wrestled down around the 13. But this thing's coming back. Flag down on the field. Uh, looks like a block in the back called by the officials. So a run brought back by a penalty for the Green Raiders. For a second there, that's what caused the hitch in my call because I did see a flag fly out there. It was a heck of a block put on by a Ridley defender to spring Smith at about Ridley's 35-yard yeah, line, it, which it, brought him it, 25 it was, yards. It was an eye-catching hit. And I think that's why the referees had to make that call. So we have under six minutes to go, first half. 14-7 Ridley. And the Raiders look to be inside Marple Newtown's red zone, but they will take the ball all the way back inside the 10. On the return, illegal block in the back. On the receiving team, half the distance to the goal line from the spot of the foul. First down. So let's see what Ridley does here. They have lightning quick strikes on their offense thus far. But now they have roughly 91, 92 yards to go. Yeah, it's certainly a stand-up moment here for Marble Newtown's defense as well. London under center, no shotgun. Two wide receivers set. It is a one-man backfield currently as Blunden going through his progressions. It's a handoff to Smith. Well, he was looking like he was going to bounce to the outside, but he was dragged down just across the 10. And the tackle by number 75, Ken Smith, the defensive tackle for the Tigers, able to get in the backfield and make that stop. You know, Greg Smith reminds me, as soon as he gets that ball, the Tasmanian Devil. He's just a ball of energy forcing his way in one direction. Yeah, sometimes he gets himself in trouble, though. You know, he kind of wants to shake too much, go too too far east to west instead of going north-south. He's also not really keeping his eyes on the football instead of keeping his eyes on where he's going, and it almost cost Ridley on their first series. Blunden in a shotgun formation, no gain. Second and ten. Four wide receivers, three split to the near side. Blunden is back, he's rolling it is. In and out of the hands of the receiver on the far side. And number 20, Connor Power on the coverage along with Ryan White uh, for the Tigers on that pass play. Deion Shaw was there at the 15 on one knee but could not bring it in as uh, Samaro Moat was lurking behind about a step or two. 5.08 to go first half. Ridley 14, Marple Newtown 7. The Tigers scored on their first possession of the game, the first drive for either team of the game, but Ridley has struck back. Third down and 10 for the Green Raiders. Blunden calls out his plays to his teammates. Now he's under center. He drops back, but it's a draw play. It's to Randolph. And he goes nowhere. And number 65, Chris Kirkin on the stop for the Marple Newtown Tigers on that one. Play blown up in the backfield. It's a laid handoff. And all the Tigers did the great thing along the front line, and that is stay home. That's the key rule on plays like that. Stay home, and you'll be able to make a good stop. That is a confidence builder for Marple Newtown's defense and offense. So let's see what they can do with that. The punt is away from the Ridley end zone. It is high, it is skittering. Doesn't even make midfield. Let's see, doesn't even make the 45. The official on this side of the field calls it down at the 47. So with 4.31 to go, first half, 
We'll be right back with the change of possession. 14-7 Ridley. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium, 431 to go first half. Weaverling under center. He checks back. It is a handoff to Duffy. And he plows forward for a couple yards. And a tackle made there by number 33, Jalen Randolph, for the Raiders. Gain of about one and a half, so it will be second down and a long eight. Form off of Newtown, they are already in Ridley territory. That punt only made it to the Ridley 47. Weaverling under center, Joey Pham checks back in the game. He's split wide to the far side. Brian White is in motion as Weaverling drops back. He's going to roll. He's under a rush. He's hit, and he's brought down back at his own 46. And number 44, Shane Dockery on the stop with the sack there for the Green Raiders. And a big loss. And now Marple Newtown is in a third and very long. Third down in Havertown for the Tigers. (laughs) 3.47 to go first half. Ball spotted back at the Marple Newtown 48. So it's not as bad as we once feared. Still third down and long here. It will be third down and a generous 15. Tigers need to get to Ridley's 37. Ryan White this time is split to the near side. Mario Guardian, Duffy directly behind Weaverling. Moat in motion. Weaverling a delayed handoff tries to go inside to Diaguardi. I don't think he got more than a yard. Nah, not very far on that one. Stop made by number 44, Shane Doherty again for the Raiders. Timeout by Marple Newtown. They've got one remaining, 3.13 to go in this first half. So things haven't exactly been going the Tigers' way since that opening drive, Greg. However, they still are moving the football. It's now, instead of on that first drive, by 5 and 6 and 10 yards, it's by 2 or 3. Yeah, and they're within striking distance. Obviously, 14 uh, to 7 is, is no no hole. And one of the important things here is for them to try and get some points before the half as Ridley will take that initial kickoff to start that second half. Now they're calling it, I believe, 4th down and 14 from the 49. So... This would be a good time for Joey Pham to step in front of a ball here and uh, see what he can do. We know he can run the roots. He just needs to get the football. Well, it looks like they're going to set up actually in a, in a punt formation and switch it up now. That is correct, Greg. We have Billy Weaverling back to punt at his own 35. Deep man Dion Shaw for Ridley standing at his own 15. The ball is away by Weaverling. He puts a boot into that away from Shaw. Coming down to Smith, he touches it as it rolls out of bounds. And Ridley will take over. Yeah, keeping the football away from uh, Deion Shaw after that showcase we saw on that kick return. I don't think Smith really should have touched it. But the ball is spotted apparently at Ridley's 13-yard line. 3.06 to go. First half, so again, this quick strike offense for Ridley has to go 87 yards for a touchdown and at least 70 of those for another three points. 
Yeah, the Green Raiders last time with their backs against their own end zone weren't able to do too much with the football. Marple Newtown able to get great pressure up the middle and get a few stops there. Well, if Greg, if Ridley tries to outthink itself again like it did on the last series, Marple Newtown will be in good shape. Here we go. He's blending his under center. The ball is tipped and incomplete. Deion Shaw was there again. Tried to get the tip at the 25, but it fell just off his fingertips. And number 50, Brian Kelly for the Tigers, able to tip that. Shaw almost caught it, but just out of reach after the deflection. Now, Greg, we didn't discuss this at the outset because we had a lot of things to go here on homecoming day. But this wind is starting to pick up and is going from west to east and is gusting. The weather report said 40 miles an hour, and uh, we were certainly feeling it up here. And it's going to make it much tougher for Ridley to throw in that direction, yeah, so Marple's got to take advantage of that. They are into the wind right now. Blunden, shotgun formation. Three wide receivers set, two to the near side, one to the far side. Hand off to Smithy, breaks the tackle, spins away again. Off another man at the 15, goes up to the 20, and finally runs out of bounds about the 22. Yeah, he spun off of number 24, Ryan Schallenberg, for the Tigers that time. Smith, a great great awareness that time for the Green Raiders and then finally shoved out of bounds. The only way I could adequately describe it is if you're tur manually turning a pottery wheel. It is that quick. And, a wind, Smith. and the wind, as you mentioned, is really starting to kick up now. And we'll see how that changes the dynamic of the football game. Clock ticks under three minutes to go. First half, 14-7 Ridley. Facing a third down and short. So we have an officials conference on this near sideline here. And they're going to bring the chains out to uh, check this one. First time in quite a long time we've had a measurement with the chains for Marple Newtown. And we've got uh, a phalanx of officials and Marple Newtown coaches here obstructing our view. It appears the football is being spotted between the 22 and 23 yard lines. So we await the call. Of course, it looked to us like he was short. For as far as we can see, we will get the official nod momentarily. And like you said, everything to this point has been, you know, without a doubt, a first down. It's been very up and down the field by both squads. Kind of settled down a little bit lately as we get the measurement here. It doesn't look like he has it if they're going to spot it the way they're spotting it. Now they've brought it out to the near hash mark because they couldn't get a good read on the the near sideline. Now it looks like it's about a third and, a, and two, three inches, a couple chain lengths there. Third and Ridley. Third and a knuckle. 2.56 to go. First half. London under center. He's got a four wide receiver set this time. But Blunden will take it himself. He tries to get to the near sideline. He's got the first down across the 25 and steps out of bounds shy of the 30. An interesting little package there. They kind of run four wide and then just run a quick count. And Blunden goes just off tackle real fast to get that first down. Sort of sucking in that Marple Newtown defense towards the center thinking, you know, looking QB sneak or, or the handoff. Basically all Blunden had to do was a, a little tap dance to his left and he got that first down and was able to squeeze out a couple more yardage. So... The ball will be spotted generously, I think. I thought Blunden stepped out before the 30, but they gave him to the 32. Clock starts again. Blunden under center. Three wide receivers back for Ridley. Fake hand off to Smith. He'll roll out. He's under a rush. Still rolling, still rolling, still looking. Cuts to the middle of the field. Is complete to Deion Shaw across the 50-yard line. And First down, the Green Raiders. And tackled by number three, Joey Pham for the Tigers. So Pham getting on the defensive side of the stat sheet for Marple Newtown. 
And an interesting rollout there by Blum that he kind of rolled out, stopped, came back a little bit, using the Green Raider offensive line, had to come back and, and make a few blocks. He had about as enough time as Donovan McNabb used to have when he was able to... <laughs> to need go for his third or fourth uh, progression there downfield. So it will be a first down at the 49-yard line for Ridley. It's a direction after Smith. He fumbles it at the 43. He tries to plow forward. But he's met by three Marble Newtown players, but there is a flag in the backfield again. Yeah, I'm not sure what this flag will be is uh, number 77 Christian Whiteside with the initial contact for the Tigers on that one as Smith made the fumble and kind of a goof there for the Tigers and, and that's what we are for excuse me for the Green Raiders and it's a hold, and hold. so it's all not all for naught for Ridley as far as Ridley is concerned that's interesting because the hold was not called right away it was in the middle of the play when Smith had already been met behind the 50 yard line by the Tigers defensive line and it'll go back to that 41-yard line of the Green Raiders. Holding on the offense. 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Repeat first down. So Ridley shooting itself in the foot at key times. Still ahead 14-7, 2.21 to go first half. They have emerged from the shadow of their own goal line here. As Deion Shaw checks back in, he will be a wide out to the far side. Pardon me, to the near side now. Plunden under center. He's got Duncan to the far side now. It's a handoff to Randolph. He has the ball punched loose. It's recovered by Marvel Newtown. Brian Kelly, he's got it across the 45, 40, 35, and he's dragged down at the 31. Wow. You know, Randolph had that thing popped out from behind, and it was kind of like, look what I found for Brian Kelly, able to stand up with the ball, catch it in midair, and, and take it a good 20 yards into Green Raider territory. Sometimes all you do have to do, Greg, is follow the play, do exactly what you're supposed to do, and you will be rewarded. And the tackle that time by number 59, Paul Doherty, for the Green Raiders. Certainly don't want to see him on, the, on that side of the stat sheet if you're a Green Raider fan. So with 152 remaining first half, the Tigers have it handed to them on a silver platter here. 32 yards from Paydirt. Let's see what they can do as Joey Pham checks back in. Split wide to the far side. We've got Duffy and White. Moat is in motion. It's a delayed handoff. Who's got it this time? It will be Moat. Across the 35, across the 25, down to the 23. Stopped by Sam Dixon Dugan of the Green Raiders, but a nice run to the outside as it kind of closed off, but he was able to pick up three, four yards after initial contact. Triple fake there worked as Moat was basically on the ground before I had a chance to see that he indeed had the football. And interesting to note, they are now sucking the Ridley Green Raiders to one side of the football field. Look for a possible counter tray or a, a quarterback to roll out to the opposite side. 1.15 to go. Fam checks in. Split to the near side. It's a delayed handoff. White's got it all the way to the left. He's rolling in the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Touchdown, Ryan White. Wow, what a run by White. Great setup by the Tigers. We saw it again. Another delayed handoff in the round. Ridley didn't know what to do with it. They were stuck to the near side of the field, and they just went around to the opposite side. Nobody there. He could have just strolled in a la primetime Deion Sanders. But he went right for that pylon and made it. Shane Doherty tried his hardest for Ridley to, to chase him down and got a little contact, but he was already across the goal line at that point. Anthony Nicolardi on for the extra point. Joey Fan will hold as the wind picks up once again, this time blowing in our faces. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. It is good. 
We said with one minute, four seconds to go in this first half, Marple Newtown has drawn even with Ridley. It's 14-14. We'll be back with the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill for real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle, Circle Sports, sports Grill, Grill for real, real sports, sports fans, fans only. Back to Harvey Stadium, 14-14. Jalen Randolph, fumble recovered by Brian Kelly. Run in by Ryan White as Nicolardi approaches the football. It is a line drive kick. Coming down to Harris at the 23s across the 25, 30, 35, 40. Across to the 45, close to midfield. And Shahad Smith forced out of bounds by Ryan Duffy that time around the 38, 39-yard line, it appeared. Uh, squib kick, keeping it away from Deion Shaw, uh, the uh, the big-time threat down there on special teams for the Green Raiders. Tell you what, I'd prefer that it was a, it would be a, a squib kick that would hit a divot about the 30 and bounce to the 20, so they're working with a, a little bit of longer field again, but as it is, and they gave us a generous spot again, Greg. Smith was pushed out of bounds at the 38-yard line. First 10. Glendon drops back. He's looking deep. It is complete to the far side to Daquan Hill. Close to the first down. And that's a nice little button hook 10-yard route that Ridley's run a few times here to Hill on the outside of the field. And the clock will stop. Once again, Blunden protected very well when he's been going back to pass. So let's see. Are they actually going to give him the first down? It appears, Greg. He must have gotten a toe. And the football right over there is a... Come up to the huddle again. Blunden in a shotgun. This time Shaw is split to the near side. Four wide receivers. Low snap. Blunden drops back. He's under a rush. Incomplete to Smith. At the 48, he just pretty much dropped it. Yeah, and the important thing there is Marble Newtown's pressure was huge on that time as you had Hill streaking down the sideline over top of the zone. If Blunden has time to see that, that could go for six. But unfortunately... There was nobody in, in Smith's vicinity. He just kicked it. I don't know if you heard the footsteps or what. But that was a straight drop. So it'll be second and ten. For Ridley once again, three wide receivers. Blunden in a shotgun. He's back at the 43. He drops back. Passes 40. He's under a rush. He's hit. He's brought down. Run down at the 40-yard line. Number 65, Chris Kirkin for the Tigers with the sack. Great pressure up the middle. Just a bull rush on the guard of the Ridley Raiders and able to get in there. And time is ticking away. Most importantly, third down and long. The Green Raiders need to get to Marple Newtown's 43. Two timeouts remaining for Ridley. Clock ticks under 20 seconds to go. As we have Duncan coming to the near side. Three wide receivers. Shotgun formation. Blunden. He's under a rush again. Over the middle it is. 
Let's see if it hit the turf. I don't know. Shaheed Smith with the reception. And they're going to rule to catch. Well, if it was, he did an excellent job of getting his hands and his arms down on the turf to protect the ball from going to the turf. We have 7.6 seconds to go. Apparently, Smith got to the Marple Newtown 38. So there's basically time for only one more play. I don't know if the Tigers have a prevent defense in their defensive mindset here. But you've pretty much got to guard against everything because you never know what Ridley's going to pull out here. Well, Ridley can spread the field. They can go five wide receiver if they need it. Like we said, Deion Shaw, amazing speed. Shahad Smith speed. Norm Duncan is, is kind of not your speedy guy, but he, he's he's elusive and he can, he can find the open spot in the field. So this He's going to be the, uh, the Antonio Freeman. Uh, he can find that open spot five, ten yards downfield over the middle and get those yards after the catch. You saw early in the contest when he had his one reception. And you also have to guard against Jalen Randolph in case you spread it four wide and keep him in the backfield and, and hand off to him. He can take it 40-some yards for a touchdown as well. Shaw, Daquan Hill, Duncan, and Smith. London drops back. He's at the 45. He's rolling. He's stepping up. He's going deep to the near sideline. It is tipped and almost intercepted. Joey Pham had it when he was up, but he dropped it as he came down to the near pylon and the end zone. So we come to the end of the first half, a thrilling first half, which sees Marple Newtown and Ridley tied 14-14. So we will be back with the halftime activities and then the call of the second half. Oh, wait, hold on. They're going to... Looks like they might be trying to add some time to this. The referees are re-spotting the football. One second. One second. So they're going to add one I, second. I don't know. I think time really ran out on that play. Well, it was close. I mean, the, the ball appeared to be out of, of Pham's hand, but I couldn't tell if he was still bobbling it when that one yeah, second I, I thought was, was left on the clock. He was, uh, it was finished by the time the play was over. Interesting. Shades of Tennessee and LSU without the illegality here. No time on the clock. Ball to 38 once again. Blunden in the shotgun. He's got Randolph beside him. As now the play begins, four wide receivers. Two to the near side, two to the far side. London's back. He's under a rush. He's throwing it downfield. It is broken up. Broken up by Ryan White down there. He had Dion Shaw diving backwards. But White was able to tip that ball away before White before yeah. Shaw could come down with it. If White doesn't get a hand on that football, it drops right into Shaw's hands clean, and, and he probably has that touchdown. That was a much better throw by Blunden that time into the wind. So we are sure this time. It is halftime here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Ridley 14, Marple Newtown 14. We'll be back with the halftime show and then the call for the second quarter. The second half, pardon me. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> Good one. Get in here, son. Make this. Everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is. Until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. 
with over 30 brand new wall-to-wall -wall large screen plasma high-def TVs. If the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com.